young man at a men's conference who lamented to me privately that he was totally unable to stop using pornography. I smiled and said, Well, it appears that you've convinced yourself that there isn't any solution, and under no circumstances could you stop using pornography instantly. Am I right? He nodded in agreement. I continued, It's because your sex drive is so much stronger than most men's, right? He nodded even more, sensing I understood his dilemma. So, if you're looking at pornography in your bedroom in the middle of the night, and your mother unexpectedly walked in, what would you do? He nearly shouted, Man, I would shut down my computer instantly. Then I nodded, and nodded. He got it. Do you get it? It's of great value to hold one simple Bible verse in your mind. In fact, you probably already know it. Be anxious for nothing. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 in KJV The words be anxious are translated from the Greek word merimnao. We'll come back to that word later, but right now focus on three important facts about that verb. First, be anxious is in the present tense not past tense or future tense. Why? No one can be anxious yesterday when it is today, and it's just as impossible to be anxious in the future today. Anxiety only can occur in the present. Second, be anxious is in the active voice, not the passive voice. That means that not being anxious is something you actively do yourself. Someone else can't be anxious for you. Why not? Because a hundred percent of anxiety dwells only within you. Even more striking is the fact that this verb is active, not passive. You're the only one whose actions can lead to anxiousness, meaning no one and nothing can make you anxious. Not your spouse, your child, your parents, your boss, your government. Nope. That's why two people can experience the exact same crisis, and one become anxious and the other doesn't. One person responded by choosing anxiety, and the other person chose not to be anxious. You and you alone are 100% in control of your anxiety. You're the only person who can activate anxiety within you. So, with that in mind, it's time to break free from the big lie that something or someone made you anxious. Are you ready for the third fact about that verb, be anxious? This final characteristic of the verb is the most important. It's an imperative. God reveals a direct command to all of us. Don't choose anxiety under any circumstances. If you do, you've chosen to sin you have willfully chosen to activate your anxiety in direct disobedience to God's will in your life. As you know, God never commands us to do something unless we can obey Him. So, in contrast to the big lie, here's the big truth. You have always been in total and complete control of your anxiety. At all times and under every circumstance, you can always choose not to activate your anxiety. God granted that freedom to all of us. Please note, 
The only exception to this is if your anxiety is drug-related or chemical-related. So if you checked any of the other choices under question number five, except the last one, I can be free of anxiety right now. You have been deluded into believing the lie. Remember that young man with the pornography problem? He was addicted until his mother walked in. Then all of a sudden, he discovered massive, already existing reserves of self-control. He was able to stop instantly. As I continued my conversation with the young man, I smiled and said, Maybe you should ask your mother to follow you around all day and night. Before going to the next section, take a big breath and say out loud, I'm always entirely free to choose not to respond to whatever life throws at me. I reject the lie that it's just the way I am.